0: Hi, I'm Matt Hatt. I'm going to be taking you through Ephesians 6:10 through 17 today, and there should be something in here for new and mature believers alike. So let's pray. Father God, I do thank you for this Ephesians series and these podcasts, and uh, Holy Spirit ask that you might use what we're learning today to really guide us into victory in Christ. All right, so today we're talking about the full armor of God, and because armor is put on one piece at a time, I'm going to take you through this one verse at a time, starting verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. You know, so often I want to be in Ed, in Ed's timing, uh, in Ed's way, in Ed's power. And this whole Ephesian series has really been about us being in Christ, and that's our standing And for us to be in Christ means we really need to spend time with Him, be in His Word. And so my challenge to each one of us is how could you maybe beef up or add a spiritual discipline to do that? And uh, this Ephesian podcast is a great way, but um, maybe it means more time in prayer, um, reading God's Word, listening to messages. Um, Perhaps it's praying in the Spirit um, or taking some time out to fast from food or the things of this world so that you might have more time to spend with God and be in his word. Now, verse 11, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So we've been given our battle stance here and that's to to stand. And whether you admit it or not, we are in a spiritual battle. And if you are sitting, if you're lazy, if you're not engaging, um, the battle's going on anyways, and you're going to lose. Or if you're like me, maybe you're uh, acting or doing or striving, taking things into your own hands, and that's uh, a sure pattern for defeat as well. So he asks us just to, to stand. Verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is an epic battle that's going on, and we need to know who our enemy is. And I want you to think about perhaps a difficult situation that you're in right now, or you've been in recently, more than likely there's people involved. And if you start thinking about those people in that situation what kind of thoughts or feelings come to mind? Jealousy, anger, frustration. You know, really, if any negative emotions are rising to the surface when you're thinking about this person, you have made them the enemy and they are not the enemy. So I think, you know, one thing that's good for us to do is just to to say out loud that they're not the enemy. So in other words, Steve Thompson is not the enemy. Sorry, Steve, I knew you could take it. Anyways, um, take a minute just to do that. Verse 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand, stand, stand. You know, we need to practice doing that. You know, one of my favorite verses from the message, uh, Exodus fourteen fourteen that I've shared with others in the past is, the Lord will fight for you. You need only be still and keep your mouth shut. How difficult that last part is, isn't it? But anyways, how are you doing in that regard? I mean, are you standing? Are you being still? Are you waiting on the Lord? A very powerful tool that we really need to learn how to use is to stand and to wait. Verse 14, stand firm then, ha, there it is again, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. So um, you may remember Jesse was talking back in Ephesians 4 about peace and about unity and verses two through three are be completely gentle and humble be patient bearing with one another in love make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace Christ is all about unity and this word bearing means to take a heavy burden upon yourself from someone else and that's the picture of unity it's it doesn't feel very good and it's very hard work but it's what we are called to do if we are to have unity in our relationships and if we are to maintain peace. And finally, righteousness. You know, we are not righteous on our own. It's, it's the work that Christ did on his way and on the cross that really purchased our righteousness. But, you know, God created everything by his spoken word. And our spoken word can be very positive about where we are in Christ. And, you know, sometimes when I'm alone, I'll, I'll actually say out loud, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Psalm so 118, verse 6. The Lord is with me. I'll not be afraid. What can man do to me? So important for us to speak those truths about who we are in Christ. And then verse 15. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Hmm. Peace is so important. And I was just talking about that. Um, and I really screwed up here because I missed verse 14, part of verse 14, I think. Let me see. Oh, no, here we are. Um I forgot to talk about truth. That's what it was. So if you remember the uh, Corinthians verses from the love verses from 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind. One of the things it talks about is love does not delight with evil, but rejoices with the truth. And so often we are believing lies um, from the enemy, and yet they sound like the truth. And so ask yourself, if you're in a situation where you're about to say or do something, Um, is this in line with God's word? Is this in line with God's character? And if it's not, um, I would say stop. Even if most of it seems very good and very right, but there's one piece that doesn't line up, then that's probably a counterfeit, probably the evil one who is imitating the light, and you need not go through with it. So finally, I'm sorry, verse 16 in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, from which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So all the flaming arrows, you know, we put up our shield and we, we uh, have one arrow come at us, and you know, it's like that's not a, that's enough. But we're fighting against an army, and these arrows are coming from all different angles. Um, we're getting a barrage of of arrows at us, and you've experienced this in your life where. It's like, man, can one more thing come at me? Can they say one more thing about me? And someone needs to hear this today, but what God is really saying is to put up your shield and persevere, because here's the thing. Satan has limited power and limited resources, and he is a defeated foe. But we are in Christ, and Christ has unlimited resources unlimited power and he's been victorious over the evil one persevere finally the last verse verse 17 take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god now the helmet covers our head and that's where the mind is at and that's where the battlefield is at between those desires of the flesh that feel right um those close counterfeits that are actually lies from the evil one. And then finally the truth that comes from God's spirit. You know, second Corinthians 10 five tells us to take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. And, and we really need to do that. We really need to contemplate, Hey, what is we are, we are thinking and you know, where does it fall in one of those categories? I'm um, like, Oh, this is all about my flesh. That's not right. Or gosh, this doesn't line up with God's word. This must be from the evil one. Or, ah, this is the Spirit's leading. This is the way that I need to go. And finally, the sword of the Spirit, our offensive weapon. And yet it's not quite the weapon that we would think. It's, it's the word of God. And when you think of Jesus being tempted in the desert by Satan, you know, Satan would come at him with God's word and often he would twist it and make it sound really good. Um, but Jesus would come back to him Man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the word of God, every word, every mouth, man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God, you know, and, um, we need to be able to do that. So to be proficient at wielding the sword, though, we have to know the sword. And if the sword is the word of God, we need to know his word. We need to meditate on it, read it, listen to it, and even memorize it. That can be so powerful Um, We can be convicted by God's memorized word. And also, you know, our sword needs to be ready. Those words need to be inscribed on our heart and at the tip of our tongue so that when we're in the heat of the battle, that we can use God's word in our situation. One final thought I need to leave you with is that certainly Satan is coming against us, our marriages, our families. Um, We are image bearers. He's after us. Um, but sometimes we're fighting the wrong battle, just like the disciples who thought that Christ had come really um, to take out the Romans and restore their way of life. So often we're worrying and praying about, you know, the life we want God to restore. And it really has nothing to do with what he is all about. So our challenge really is, is, you know, is our focus on the kingdom of God? and doing the will of God. And when we do that, then we truly are in Christ and we're going to see his power. We're going to see his mighty hand. And here's the other thing is that when we put aside those worries and those things, that that opens up the flow of God's grace so that while we are doing God's will, he can be doing these wonderful things in our life to bless us. Hope you have or are having or have had a great day.